Voluntary Tacklers, welcome to a very special edition of the show where we attempt to educate our audience with a few useful tips and morsels of wisdom on how to be the best rugby league fan. I'm your host, Eamon Brown, and I've devised a few simple rules around NRL etiquette that I hope will hold each of you in good stead for the seasons to come. Now, the book I've self-published is a 7,000-page epic on how not to be a stupid prick. But here in podcast form, I've distilled this down randomly to just a handful of rules to marinate on for your convenience. So here is just a sample of those in no particular order. Rule 3444. Just apologise and move on. Inevitably, as you make your way back to your seat at the game with a tray of beer, you will at some stage spill some yeasty goodness on an unsuspecting spectator. Resist the urge to make a joke of it. Phrases like, the weather report didn't predict to be raining piss, or I bet that's not the first time you've copped a faceful, never helps the situation. Special note, if the person you spill the beer on is a woman, do not ever try to undo the damage by dabbing the beer off her clothes with a napkin. I've learned the hard way. This is technically considered sexual assault under New South Wales law. Rule 5932. Don't take the piss with how much food you sneak into the game. Some small snacks are fine, but never attempt to smuggle through a giant Christmas-sized baked buffet. You have no idea just how disconcerting it is to sit next to someone yanking a glazed ham out of his board shorts. I bet some of Todd Carney's exes do. But the basic rule here is if you can't fit it in your pocket, then you've gone too far. Peanuts, chips and chocolates are fine. Several live lobsters in a fish tank is improper. Rule 1498. If you attend a game, fucking watch it. Paying cash to go to the game is a serious outlay for most of us. So there's nothing worse than when some fuck-knuckle next to you jabbers on about who's fingered who in the latest episode of Married at First Sight. For me, this is tantamount to pitch invasion. It's a 10k fine. Rule 5434. Taking a piss at a match. Now, unless you have a bladder the size of Nathan Cleary's chin, you'll inevitably need to take a leak after consuming several beers. But there is a right way to do it and a wrong way. The important thing to remember here is no multitasking. If you need to urinate, just focus on urinating. Don't suddenly become Tom Cruise in Minority Report and try to do a thousand fucking things at once. There's nothing worse than seeing a dude at a urinal with one hand texting on his phone and the other hand shoveling a sausage roll into his mouth. Always adhere to the golden rule. Keep at least one hand on the club when putting, champion. Rule 5198. Loving your team too much. Now, it's a great thing when people really love their rugby league clubs, but remember, everything has their natural limit. It is possible to love something so much that you end up destroying it from the inside out. A lesson we all wish Michael Jackson learned a lot sooner. Allegedly. Now, we all know you love your team and you think they can do no wrong, but you must avoid shooting your mouth off about what they could achieve off the field. I once knew a Broncos fan who constantly talked about how great a bloke Alan Langer is. 
You'd think he personally resisted Nazism in the 30s. Besides, he is from Queensland. Let's face it, Alfie may not have found himself on the right side of history there. Rule 321, club tattoo discretion. Tattoos are barely permissible at the best of times, but no matter how much you love your team, you are never allowed to tattoo your club's mascot on your junk. You'd be surprised just how many women find the idea of a phallic-shaped bulldog entering them unappealing, especially if you're a holiday in Coffs Harbour. Allegedly. The only possible exception to this rule as I see it is if you love Marvin the Martian and have an uncircumcised penis. That's just too irresistible to ignore. Rule 9982, League-themed weddings. Mixing the love for your team with the adoration for your beloved is a natural desire, but it's important to note that deploying this mashup on your own wedding day is fraught with danger. Even if you've been lucky enough to secure the services of Greg McCullum as your wedding celebrant, he's going to be unlikely to call time off on your divorce if you end up collecting your new mother-in-law with a copybook under the ribcage tackle. No amount of tapping yourself repeatedly on the head and insisting she'll be right after an HIA is going to get you out of the absolute shit buyer you've just created for yourself. Rule 1026. Love your players, don't try to be them. The reason you love your favourite player is because they can do things you can't do. So just enjoy what they can achieve and don't try to emulate their accomplishments. Unless they're Mitchell Pearce, of course, then you actually probably are much better at it. The Benji Marshall aerial step looks like poetry in motion on the field, but it looks far less graceful performed by an accountant working for a small insurance broker. I know your job is so boring that pretending to have an athletic sidestep is the only thing you can do to keep suicide from the door, but just do what the rest of us do. Dissolve several endone tablets in a goon bag of cheap hooch and dream of a life that doesn't so closely resemble hell. Rule 2921. There's only one Freddy Fittler. Rolling around on the grass in the nude and doing hot yoga on the tip of a hippopotamus's ball sack may work for him as a footy coach, but it's no guarantee it will make you better at your job. In fact, studies suggest that engaging a hippo's private parts in any form of physical training tends to hinder performance in most cases. Rule 155213. Don't defend your favourite player if he's a scumbag. It's never nice finding out your hero's a scumbag. I know from experience, I used to worship my dad until I found out he wasn't my dad at all. Just some sports presenter who was boning my mum for a bit. I actually still find it hard to watch Fatty Vorton on TV if I'm to be honest. So if your favourite player is Ben Barber for example, then I'm sorry. You're just going to have to scrub that Barber tattoo off your body with a cheese grater with more aggression than Barber himself would after losing 10k on a blackjack table. Well that's the end of Lesson 1 listeners. We truly hope you've learned something important here today and together we can advance the cause of rugby league with the level of dignity and decorum that it deserves, with the obvious exception of Josh McGuire. What a cheap shot merchant. Remember to follow us on all the social platforms and leave us a rating wherever you're listening to the show. It's bye for now.